Book Two of the Analects of Confucius, translated by William Jennings. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book Two, Good Government, Filial Piety, the Superior Man. Sayings of the Master: Let a ruler base his government upon virtuous principles, and he will be like the pole star, which remains steadfast in its place while all the host of stars turn towards it. The Book of Oaths contains three hundred pieces, but one expression in it may be taken as covering the purport of all, with delicate, unswerving mindfulness. To govern simply by statute, and to reduce all to order by means of pains and penalties, is to render the people evasive and devoid of any sense of shame. To govern upon principles of virtue, and to reduce them to order by the rules of propriety, would not only create in them the sense of shame, but would, moreover, reach them in all their errors. When I attained the age of fifteen, I became bent upon study. At thirty, I was a confirmed student. At forty, naught could move me from my course. At fifty, I comprehended the will and decrees of heaven. At sixty, my ears were attuned to them. At seventy, I could follow my heart's desires without overstepping the lines of rectitude. To a question of Meng Yi as to what filial piety consisted in, the master replied, "In not being perverse." Afterwards, when Fan Qi was driving him, the master informed him of his question and answer, and Fan Qi asked, "What was your meaning?" The master replied, "I meant that the rules of propriety should always be adhered to in regard to those who brought us into the world, in ministering to them while living, in burying them when dead, and afterwards in the offering to them of sacrificial gifts." To a query of Meng Wu respecting filial piety, the master replied, "Parents ought to bear but one trouble, that of their own sickness." To a like question put by Ziyu, his reply was this: "The filial piety of the present day simply means that being able to support one's parents, which extends even to the case of dogs and horses, all of which may have something to give in the way of support. If there be no reverential feeling in the matter, what is there to distinguish between the cases?" To a like question of Ziya, he replied, "The manner is the difficulty." If in the case of work to be done, the younger folks simply take upon themselves the toil of it, or if in the matter of meat and drink they simply set these before their elders, is this to be taken as filial piety? Once the master remarked, "I have conversed with Hui the whole day long, and he has controverted nothing that I have said, as if he were without wits." But when his back was turned and I looked attentively at his conduct apart from me, I found it satisfactory in all its issues. No, indeed, Hui is not without his wits. Other observations of the master: If you observe what things people usually take in hand, watch their motives and note particularly what it is that gives them satisfaction, shall they be able to conceal from you what they are? Conceal themselves, indeed. Be versed in ancient lore and familiarize yourself with the modern. Then may you become teachers.
the great man is not a mere receptacle. In reply to Zi Gong respecting the great man, what he first says as a result of his experience, he afterwards follows up. The great man is Catholic-minded, and not one-sided. The common man is the reverse. Learning without thought is a snare. Thought without learning is a danger. Where the mind is set much upon heterodox principles, there truly and indeed is harm. To the disciple Zi Lu, the master said, Should I give you a lesson about knowledge? When you know a thing, maintain that you know it. And when you do not, acknowledge your ignorance. This is characteristic of knowledge. Zi Zhang was studying with an eye to official income. The master addressed him thus. Of the many things you hear, hold aloof from those that are doubtful, and speak guardedly with reference to the rest. Your mistakes will then be few. Also, of the many courses you see adopted, hold aloof from those that are risky, and carefully follow the others. You will then seldom have occasion for regret. Thus, being seldom mistaken in your utterance, and have few occasions for regretting the line you take, you are on the high road to your preferment. To a question put to him by Duke A as to what should be done in order to render the people submissive to authority, Confucius replied, Promote the straightforward, and reject those whose causes are crooked, and the thing will be effected. Promote the crooked, and reject the straightforward, and the effect will be the reverse. When Chi Kang asked of him how the people could be induced to show respect, loyalty, and willingness to be led, the master answered, let there be grave dignity in him who has the oversight of them, and they will show him respect. Let him be seen to be good to his own parents, and kindly in disposition, and they will be loyal to him. Let him promote those who have ability, and see to the instruction of those who have it not, and they will be willing to be led. Someone speaking to Confucius inquired, why, sir, are you not an administrator of government? The master rejoined, What says the book of the annals with reference to filial duty? Make it a point to be dutiful to your parents and amicable with your brethren. The same duties extend to an administrator. If these then also make an administrator, how am I to take your words about being an administrator? On one occasion the master remarked, I know not what men are good for, on whose word no reliance can be placed. How should your carriages, large or little, get along without your whipple trees or swing trees? Zi Zhang asked if it were possible to forecast the state of the country ten generations hence. The master replied in this manner. The Ying dynasty adopted the rules and manners of the Sha line of kings, and it is possible to tell whether it retrograded or advanced. The Zhou line has followed the Ying, adopting its ways, and whether there has been deterioration or improvement may also be determined. Some other line may take up in turn those of Zhou, and supposing even this process to go on for a hundred generations, the result may be known. Other sayings of the master. 
it is but flattery to make sacrificial offerings to departed spirits not belonging to one's own family it is moral cowardice to leave undone what one perceives to be right to do footnote regarding duke ai of lu confucius native state footnote about ji kang head of one of the three families of lu end of book two recording by li jing